everyone, my name is Clay, and welcome to another episode of Terminally Nerdy's Indie Impressions, the show where I take a look at independent, non-AAA, and niche titles giving you my quick first impressions after at least two hours of playing. Remember to like, share, subscribe, comment, all that good stuff, whether you're listening to this in podcast form or video form, all of it helps the almighty algorithms. Today, I'm going to be looking at the spiritual successor to Castlevania Symphony of the Night, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night by Koji Igarashi and his team. Uh, if you don't know what Symphony of the Night is, uh, it's a PS1 game that basically created the modern Metroidvania. It combined aspects of Metroid with classical Castlevania, mashed them together with RPG stuff, and created this entire genre, basically. And uh, Iga, as many people call him, wanted to make more of them, and Konami said no. So he went and made Bloodstained Ritual of the Night on his own. Uh, it was kickstarted. Uh, I'm playing it through Xbox Game Pass for PC. So hooray for that service yet again, giving me more freebies to play. Uh, and I played it for about two hours. And I really like it. I am absolutely terrible at it, but I really like it. So the basic premise is you're playing a character named Miriam, or whatever you name her. She is a shard binder in this sort of gothic version of Europe. She is off to this horrible castle to chase down these alchemists led by somebody called Gebel, who is a friend of hers, or an old friend of hers, to basically stop them from summoning demons from hell into the world. That's kind of what she does. As a shardbinder, she is able to absorb demonic essence in the form of shards to gain power. And that is expressed in the gameplay. Uh, visually, the game is quite nice. I'm not a huge fan of the character portraits during conversations. They use the 3D models from the game, which is a way to save money, but honestly, they look kind of freaky at times to me. I do like that there's character customization, however. Miriam will start looking one way, but uh, depending on what like clothing items you put on, hats, helmets, masks... Different stuff like that. Her thing will change. Eventually you can find a barber who will give her new hairstyles and new color. So that's really nice. Uh, the voice work is actually very excellent. I love the fact that the game is basically fully voiced. Uh, also, the music is fantastic as well. It sets the mood great. Gameplay-wise, you're looking at a Metroidvania. So you're going to be doing a 2D side-scrolling, up-down, left-right kind of movement. Jumping, using attacks, there's a variety of weapons in this. Rather than just using a whip like the old school Castlevania games, you've got swords, whips, uh, kicking, huge axes, all sorts of stuff, plus magical powers, which are just as varied as your weapons. Every time you kill an enemy, there's a chance you will get a shard from them giving you a new spell, and you can collect multiples of the shards to like power them up or sell them, all sorts of stuff. Uh, most of the bosses, uh, some of the bosses seem to give you shards as well. Like, I got one from the very first boss you fight. That was really cool. It basically summons tentacles and clears the entire screen. This does feature RPG elements heavily. You level up upon killing enemies so you can grind out XP. You have a full stat system. Full equipment selection. So on top of the weapons, you have armor, you have uh, accessories, you've got your back, your boots, all that stuff. Uh, and you're going to need it, because the game is not easy. Now, I played on normal, uh, and I've killed three bosses in my two hours of playtime, and got, like, the first, I guess, Metroid-y upgrade that lets me access new areas. It's like a giant hand that can grab objects and move them for me. Uh, some of the controls are a little finicky at times. 
Uh, spells, for example, can be aimed 360 degrees, some of them. That makes aiming them kind of a pain in the ass, to be honest. Uh, inventory management can get a little hellish. You, there's tons of different items. There's food items. There's consumable items. There's all the different magic items, the magic spells, and just different layers. Uh, it can get overwhelming fairly quickly if you don't know what you're doing. And while the game does have some tutorials for a lot of it, uh, they're not the best explained. In fact, I would say of like modern Metroidvanias, I'm not a huge fan of Bloodstained. I like the game, but I'm not going to go back to it. Part of it is, of course, I'm not very good at it. Uh, the game demands something that I just can't do. It demands precision. Uh, there's a lot of segments where the it, it feels like a gauntlet. There's just so many people on screen. So many enemies coming at you. Bullets flying. And you'll be sitting there going, like, am I in a bullet hell shooter? Or am I playing a Metroidvania? What am I doing here? Uh, thankfully, you can kind of get into a groove. Like, I found that certain weapons just don't work for me. Any of the slower weapons, completely out. Uh, I tend to prefer the boots, which allow me to kick, the dagger, or the sword. Pretty much everything else, I don't want no part of it. But overall, it's a great game. Now it is 40 bucks. This is the thing. If I had spent $40 to play this, I'd be upset. Because I can get way better Metroidvanias like Hollow Knight, uh, or any uh, Hollow Knight, Dead Cells, any of these other ones, for way cheaper than that. <laughs> Straight up. But because it's on Game Pass, there is absolutely no reason, if you have Game Pass, to not try it. Because this may be right up your alley. Like I said, it's a beautiful looking game, and the story is fascinating. I just have a problem with how overly complicated the gameplay feels at times. This is Symphony of the Night 2.0. And, uh, fun fact, I've actually never played Symphony of the Night. I had a PS1, never got around to playing it. One of these days I will, because I know from watching it it looks like it'd be fun. But now I'm hesitant because if Symphony of the Night is like this, which I believe it is from everything I've seen, I'm probably not going to like that one much either. So if you like the sound of this, if you watch this on YouTube and you see the gameplay and you're interested in it, give it a shot. Again, it's on Game Pass, so if you have Game Pass either for your regular Xbox or on the PC, it's free. No reason not to play it. Um, but if you're going to have to buy it, like on Steam, I'd wait for it to be probably half off. Because again, you could play Hollow Knight, you could play Ori in the Blind Forest, you could play Dead Cells, you could play freaking Monster Sanctuary, any of these other... Metroidvania-style games, and in my opinion, you'd get a better experience than you would here. As always, thanks for watching. Check me out on Patreon at patreon.com slash terminallynerdy. Visit my Twitter at twitter.com slash terminallynerdy. And I'll see you on the next one, everybody. Take care. Hey, thanks for listening to the Terminally Nerdy Podcast. If you want to see the video version of this, please visit youtube.com slash terminallynerdy. Also, you can support me on Patreon. Every dollar goes back into funding for hosting of this podcast, uh, new games, uh, advertising, everything to kind of help grow everything that I'm doing. You can find me at patreon.com slash terminallynerdy. And hey, thanks for listening. Be kind to each other and stay nerdy, everyone. See you next time.